0: Yes. Hello, everyone. Welcome in to the full 10 yards betting podcast. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for joining us. We are looking ahead to week four in the NFL. Week four, guys. Week four. We nearly had an, a month's worth of action already. It doesn't matter what year it is. It doesn't matter where you are. The NFL season always goes uh, too quick. But there we go. Uh, yeah. obviously what the week four season start of the London game. So we'll be having a quick look at that as well. Uh, and obviously over the next couple of weeks. But uh, to look through week four action, is he's, he's returned from Croatia perfectly fine. There was no. Uh, I don't know, what was it, some air traffic control issues at Heathrow or Gatwick or wherever these days, but you probably went from Manchester, didn't you?
1: We did, yes, yes, long flight, Uh, long drive up to Manchester, long drive back, Uh, probably longer than the flight was, to be honest, no, we um, good travel all round, nearly couldn't get to Havar, which would have been gutting, uh, there was a massive storm that hit that weekend, but um, one of the ferries that we were meant to be on cancelled, we got on a different one and managed to get over there, Uh, a bit wibbly wobbly, but made it and uh, made it back well.
0: Did you drive through Salford? Because I know how much you hate Salford. So I wonder if you drove like i images <laughs> of you driving through Salford with your middle finger out the, uh, out the car nope. window.
1: No, nope. drove past Robbie Savage's team, uh, Macclesfield. Uh, drove past there. Uh, drove past Leak Town, I believe it was. They were the two grounds I went past. Nowhere near Salford, thankfully. Oh, yeah, that
0: made, made, made your holiday even better before it even got going, right?
1: <laughs> Too right.
2: <wrong.
0: laughs> and uh, Liam, a good evening to you, sir. How are we doing?
2: Yeah, good, thanks. I just wonder if uh, Adam paste, placed a bet on Leak Town and Maxfield Double on Saturday
1: after driving past them and uh, used them as information or not. <laughs> I should have done. It probably would have been better than my bets on this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, Talking of driving, my uh, my exhaust cost me the best part of over £500 pounds today, so we, uh, we could do Ooh. with a fair... fair yeah, it's exactly. Winners. Ooh, yeah, I walked, into, I walked into, into the car garage and uh, I said, oh, I'm here to pick up the Citroen DS3. She was like, "Oh yeah, you're the expensive one." I was like, "Fine, okay, cheers." <laughs> thanks for that. Th- thanks for that. It just, I uh, know, uh, obviously, I've I've had my fair share of uh, heavy deal, <laughs> heavy bills with that so I wasn't I wasn't overly surprised. But alas, it's uh, let's find some winning opportunities this time. Let's try and find <laughs> some winners to help help pay uh, for some of that. Just a, a quick overview of last week. Uh, Liam is on a bit of a roll. Um, He was, again, he was, what, Mm -hmm. five out of of six last week to go with his four out of six the week before. So, uh, yeah, doing very well. Uh, Nine out of 18 overall, but uh, Liam doing the heavy lifting. I was two out of five, uh, as was Adam as well. So, um, obviously, yeah, me and Adam got to pull our socks up. Liam, uh, keep going as you go. Make sure you're doing uh, very well indeed let's have a look then at Thursday night football very intriguing clash in the NFC north between the Lions as they travel to Lambeau Field to face the uh, Packers the Packers are 1.5 underdogs here 21 to 20 for the main line over under here is 46 and a half uh, I think this is gonna be a fascinating game and I'm, I'm tempted to actually stay up and watch this one um I am slightly surprised that I suppose it, it's because it's, it's it's you're not used to seeing the Packers underdogs versus the Lions at home. Um, Obviously, in in the years of Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre all that kind of stuff, so it, it's probably been a, a good long while. Although, actually, I, I do vaguely remember—I don't know if that was at Ford Field when Matt Barkley, when Aaron Rodgers got injured on the uh, when the, the Packers won the Super Bowl, Matt Barkley had to—I think they had to beat the Lions on in Week Seventeen or Week Sixteen or whatever it was uh, back then. But anyway, I've gone off on a bit of a tangent. But uh, yeah, it, it seems a bit weird to see the Packers as underdogs at home against the Lions. But uh, Adam, how do you uh, see this one going?
1: Yeah, I'm the same as you. It's a game that I'm really intrigued in and obviously everyone's coming back for this one, it seems like. It seems like Christian Watson's back, it seems like Aaron Jones is back and uh, Montgomery's back for the Lions as well, so it'll be both teams at nearer to full strength than they were last week. Obviously both of them still won last week, so it didn't really affect them that much. Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know which way to go on this one. I do think it will be a close game, um, probably within three to five points, so um, the spread's Near enough where I think it should be. Um but yeah, frankly, no idea. It should be interesting. Obviously, the run game for both teams should be quite good now that they're both back to a bit more, as I say, a bit more full strength. Um Jordan Love's done okay, hasn't he? He's been alright. Um and I know that we me and you both like the tight ends this week on one on either team, um, going over their yards. So yeah, interesting to see where the ball goes tonight.
0: Yeah, is yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I still think that the the Packers probably should be favourites. Something I saw, yeah, some of my WhatsApp groups, someone threw out some stats about Jared Goff in at home and Jared Goff away outside of the dome, uh, and the, how comparatively bad he is outside the dome. I think it was like 0.6 touchdowns um, outside the dome compared to one and a half or two and a half or whatever it was in inside the dome. So, um, yeah, and again, I'm I've not overly been convinced with with the Lions. I've, I've been finding their Jameer Gibbs usage a bit weird obviously got I think got the majority of carries last week but obviously he's more of a pass catching guy so obviously Monty returning may help the balance of what they do out of the backfield obviously Amon Ra's going to do Amon Ra's St brown things and the porters obviously uh, adapted to the NFL quite well but outside of that there's not really a lot it's quite hard to predict you know what Josh Reynolds and Khalif Raymond are going to be doing um, yeah I, I think I, I, I know that the the Lions beat the Chiefs in week on an opening kickoff but again I've I think overall, I've not really been um, impressed. Over, you know, to the Lions to, to the point where I'd make them favourites in, in Lambeau. But Liam, uh, do you do you fancy the Packers in this one, or do you fancy the Lions?
2: Uh, kind of similar to you guys, really. That player props might be the the way to go. Uh, I think on paper, the Lions probably should win the game. I think they've probably got a better roster. Um, obviously, Jared Goff did go in there and win in that crazy game at the end of season last year to to knock the Packers out of the playoffs. So he's gone in and, and done that before. So. Um, but my heart says Green Bay. I just really like Jordan Love. Uh, I like that young weapons. Obviously, we've been spoke about Musgrave probably every episode. Uh, one of my favorite kind of tight ends in the league. So I think i will probably be staying away just because I do think it's going to be quite a close game. Um, Sky have actually got two boosts, so each team score twenty points is six to four. I actually think that's pretty good odds to be honest. I think there's a good chance that both teams do deliver around seventeen to twenty three. Um, at a minimum, uh, and then even Jordan Love, Jared Goff, two hundred fifty passing yards each at seventy-two. I don't, I don't hate, but um, yeah, I think it'll be a fun game, high scoring, uh, and arguably whoever wins that the gets the best out of these two. For me, probably going to win the division this year between their two games, just because seems like the Vikings have fallen away and the Bears are yeah. a bit of a. Uh bit of a disaster. But yeah, um, my best bet, I'm going to go for Armin St. Brown over six and a half receptions. Uh, he's done this every week so far. Um, did this four of the last five weeks last season as well. Um, my trick has been to pick higher odds ones for these Thursdays to get me off to a good start. But this one's only going to be five to six or evens, depending on where you can find it. But I just think he's a guaranteed to get nine or 10 receptions. I just don't think they've got many options apart from him and Laporta.
0: Yeah, correct. And I'll, I'll get to Adam's uh, Adam's best bet in mean, a minute. My my best bet is
2: Tim. Have, Tim's frozen.
1: I I can tell everyone that his best bet is Luke Musgrave over thirty four and a half receiving yards. Um, I have pivoted off of my receiving yards one for mm-hmm. Sam Laporta. He was over forty four and a half. I believe it's forty two and a half now. But I'm going for over four and a half receptions. For Sam Laporta, he's had five, five, and eight in their three games so far. And a bonus little one for me would be Khalif Raymond over twenty one and a half receiving yards. That's one catch for him. Um <laughs> so assuming he's gonna get one catch, I'll uh, I'll go with that. If they've only just popped up the um the prop lines on everyone else, so that's the one uh, yeah, so Laporta over four and a half receptions for me will be the one. Um we I guess Night and wait for Tim to come back. <laughs> um, Sunday night sees the Chiefs travel over to New York to take on the Jets. Obviously, the uh schedule makers were expecting Aaron Rogers versus Patrick Mahomes in this one. It is not quite that. Um, yeah, we're, we're getting Zach Wilson or maybe, maybe Trevor Simeon or maybe Tim Boyle. Um, either way, all three. It's, um, yeah, quite possibly all three. Uh, you could have all three of them on the field together, and they still wouldn't be a good, as good as Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. So, yeah, it's um, unsurprisingly we uh, we I think we're all expecting the Chiefs this one. Uh, me and Tim have gone for Chiefs minus nine and a half as our best bets, and Liam, I'll let you have a little chat.
2: Yeah, I've decided to go to the line for the Chiefs overs a bit higher this week. Um, but there's alternate lines on Sky, so I've gone for Chiefs over 23.5, which is only eight to 15, so not a great bet. But because for some reason the bookies didn't have uh, didn't have many odds out for the player props for this game, there's not many boosts or anything out. There wasn't much mm-hmm. that else that really kind of stood out to me. Um, there is a fun one for Patrick Mahomes to have three, uh, sorry, two passing touchdowns and Kansas City Chiefs to win, uh, which was just under evens, but it dropped to eight to 15. After the odds have been out for about 30 minutes, literally 30, 35 minutes, I went back and checked and it's down to 8 to 15. So people have been obviously absolutely hammering that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's not loads yet, but I think there'll be some interesting props that come out. Um, there'll be one, it's not out yet, but normal Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown. Chiefs to win is a is a favourite one of mine. It's normally just over around 2 to 1. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go for the Chiefs over 23.5 points Jets defence is good, but Chiefs offence is kind of rolling a bit more after last week and I think the defence
1: might score ten points because of Zach Wilson. So yeah, we'll see. Hi. And if, if that one... hey Tim. <laughs> uh, if that one lands for you, then uh, mine and Tim's minus nine and a half will undoubtedly win. Don't see the Jets scoring more than ten points. Uh okay. the under <laughs> in this game is forty one and a half. Um and yeah, yeah, basically we think the Chiefs are gonna dominate. We think the Jets are gonna be pretty terrible once more, so Unfortunately, Jets fans, uh, your season was over after three snaps.
0: Yeah, I mean, just to s- c- seamlessly slide back into the uh, into the conversation there. Yeah, I mean, I don't see. I think it's more of a question of okay. Yeah, so is is a high? You know, nine and a half points is, is in the NFL is quite a lot to to, to give up. But uh, you know, the Chiefs' defense isn't exactly bad, is it? And again, with Zach Wilson playing quarterback, how many points are the Jets going to be scoring? You know, 10, 14 maximum. Uh, and I don't see the the Jets as good as their defence is gonna be limiting Mahomes um and Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey combination to uh, under twenty points. So um yeah quite an easy one. Quite quite an easy nine and a half um uh, for, for me on that one. Um yeah that was my best bet wasn't it? Nine and a half, yep it was indeed yes it was
1: uh, I, th- I thought we were going to get through the whole preview without mentioning um <laughs> without mentioning the pop star. You came back you came back and landed the eight one to five shot for us.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. any oh, thoughts yeah. on the uh, 41 and a half of this because uh, i was asked about this on a different pod uh, jets Ooh. pod the other day and i thought oh, i just don't know if i could touch any overs it's like, the, the right numbers. line
0: yeah. low low 40s is the right line because you've got well um i mean i don't like going unders i, I mean obviously i went unders in i went unders in the uh, patriots and jets game last week but um yeah yeah, when you've got a team that can score points like the Jets, uh, the, like the Jets, like the, the uh, like the Chiefs, there's always the back door of garbage time touchdowns or field goals from the Jets, and it's just like you know, if it gets to like twenty eight, it's 28-10 going into late into the fourth quarter, that you're just gonna get backdoored, and uh, it's the right, it's a, it's a line, it's a line that book, the bookies will put out, just like oh, yeah, take your pick, but it's this, yeah. I can't see it being more yeah, than uh, a, a lot over or a lot under. Uh, it'll be, it'll be around there, which is obviously why they put the line that they do. Yeah, definitely. no one likes further team total.
1: The back door. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Travis actual Kel-
2: line. If you want six to five, which is the line they actually put out, the under over for Chiefs this week was twenty eight point five. I just didn't like that over twenty seven. You know, if the score was like twenty four three, I just think I just know. What they don't need to like. score. It's they don't to need to sit yeah. on the
0: ball. They don't need to score 28 to win the game, so yeah. or 29 to so, win the game,
2: yeah, so yeah I don't like it.
0: I um, assume you just did Sunday Night Football, we haven't done the London game yet, have you? Yep. Nope, just skimmed on to Sunday Night. That'd be tough. Okay, uh, for those travelling to mm. London for the first international series game of the year, the Jaguars are the, uh, air quotes, home team, they host the Atlanta Falcons, which... Uh, I mean, if Desmond Rudder wasn't in this game, it'd probably be quite an intriguing game. But for people that are going, obviously, you get to see B. John Robinson uh, in the flesh, which is uh, or something that you know, a decade or two from now, you might be able to tell uh, the kids or whatever that you saw the great B. John Robinson. But who knows where his career path will go. But um, Jaguar's favorite, f- favored in this one by three and a half points, eight to 13 on the money line, eight, uh, 11 to eight. If you want the Falcons, uh, you get in the uh, 3.5 there for the if you fancy it fancy it to be a field goal game over under here at 43 and a half liam what do you what do you think
2: yeah it's a weird one isn't it because jags offense not looked as good as well not as good as i thought i don't think as good as a lot of people thought and i thought their defense would actually be worse than it is um i know they wasn't great last week but first two weeks it was it was pretty good um and i don't think it's great to then have to travel and have a couple of days to prep for a game and I think defensively the Falcons are a bit of a nightmare to prepare for because you don't know who's going to run at you. You don't know what crazy play Arthur Smith's going to put in regardless of how bad bad the quarterback is. Um, so I was surprised to see the line have the hook. So my best bet if I had to bet on this game would be, I think Sky can do minus two. So just to get you that, if you get a field goal, I know it's never normally good to buy the juice, but I just think minus two, eight to 11 is probably my best bet. Uh, I don't think the Jags can afford to to lose this game and Trevor Lawrence is still playing very, very well. So I just think if they can sort the offense out and give the play calling, hopefully, back to Doug this week, because he hasn't been doing it for the first three weeks, um, I think the offense will score enough points because Desmond Ritter is actually starting to work progressively worse every week now. Um, yeah. So for me, I just think the Jags are going to win. But it's London, the games are always weird. So I just think minus two is a lot safer for me than three and a half.
0: Yeah, you mentioned obviously lack of prep time. I mean, I don't know really you might know how much prep time Arthur Smith and the Falcons need because essentially it's just run the, run the crap out of the ball. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's not as if they get it's not as if they need a day or two to to, to focus on the passing stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the the, the Falcons' passing attack is putrid, like Kyle Pitts and Drake London. I mean, what they the, yeah show me a, hi- a highlight reel of, of them two this season, it will be under ten seconds of a highlight reel. So um, yeah, again, it, it it does feel like a bit of a weird game in in the the you look at the the, the over under there forty three and a half. You kind of think, oh, it might. Yeah. On first glance, you think, oh, that should be over because you can just see both of these teams scoring over twenty points. Liam definitely and, does. Yeah. Then on the on the other hand, it's just like we think, you know, you've got the Falcons' offense, which is one dimensional. You've got the Jaguars' offense, which is stumped you know, in a little bit. And as Liam said, the Jaguars' defense is is looking is looking better than then you know first advertised um, and the Falcons can be a bit frisky so it's just like, I don't really know what to do with this game it's just kind of you know, if I had to I probably agree with you I'd probably take the Jaguars under a field goal and take yeah, you know, maybe not minus two but do minus three and then just get get my money back when it's a when it's a field goal game but um it could be a tie we've got I don't I can't remember the last time I had a tie in London but um uh, right. Washington,
1: I, I, Washington versus Bengals
0: yeah it was, was that the last one yeah was that 43 or I, I
1: I can't I'm imagine there's been another one since ball. then. Yeah. Admittedly, that was five or six years ago. But, so. Yeah,
0: But here we go. That, I'm going to call it tie game, tie ball game over time. That's what, that is, what is happening.
2: In, like, yeah, good odds. That'll pay, that'll pay for your car.
0: That'll pay for my car, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. <She's, she's>, usually <laughs> around 10 to 1, isn't it, or something like that. So, yeah, I might have a little look at that. Uh, Adam, your thoughts?
1: Uh, not much more to say other than what you guys have said. Obviously, we know the Falcons' game plan is going to be trying to run as much as they can. Uh, Desmond Ridders over 15 and a half rushing yards. If you fancy that, I do like the tight ends. Obviously, me and Liam have kind of gone back, back prove it, and uh, and uh, Johnny Smith, and he's again a big price. For some reason, I always think the tight ends do well in London. It, it's probably just because that Mercedes Mercedes Lewis game all those years ago, where he got a hat trick <laughs> and did nothing else for the rest of everything. But yeah, it's um, yeah, not a whole lot to say. I I I like Ritter as a obviously as a Bearcat person who watched it most of the, most of their games. Um, but uh, admittedly, he, he's not exactly look great. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. So maybe, maybe we'll see a bit of Tyler Heineke, uh, Heineke. Taylor Heineke, and uh, maybe sorry,
0: no, no, that's no, fine. I was just yeah, saying, we'll t- Liam, I, my, my eyes, my eyes initially lit up when uh, I saw 28 to one for the tie, but that's after overtime. I don't know what, it, I don't know what the tie is. I say it's usually around 10, 12 to one for, for overtime to be. But then they usually cut the cut the price down because it's something that people might want to bet on in the London game. So it might be eight to or something. But I'll have, I'll have a quick let's have a quick
2: look. But they're saying here where you've got handicap betting and it has tie minus two sixteen to one. Does that mean someone just no? Needs that means points. they'd
0: have to win by two points. Yeah, you don't
2: want that. Don't
1: want yeah, that. yeah,
2: yeah. You don't want. That yeah, I can't about. even see it without uh, overtime. Sorry.
0: Have a quick look on the old odds checker, uh, and whilst we're doing that, let's head over to Monday. Uh, yeah, Monday night football is the Seattle Seahawks travel to the New York Giants. Uh, and I know we said a couple of weeks ago when the Giants and the Jets, I think it was Week One, wasn't it, where yeah they were both playing at home back to back. They seem to have done it again this week, which is again a bit weird. But anyway, uh, it's hmm. pretty much a, a coin flip. Uh, both teams, as you can see, though, if you're watching on the, the YouTube at ten to eleven, if you want to get a, uh, a a bit of a handicap, the I don't know why you would, but Seattle minus one and a half i'd obviously take the money line if rather than do that but if you want a plus one and a half uh for the giants you can get that as well you're generally around the same price but over under here at 47 and a half adam your thoughts on this one
1: yeah my exactly where well, the seahawks of course the seahawks are a better team but then it's traveling all the way across the country admittedly on a little bit of extra rest um and the giants are just i, I was going to say they're unpredictable it's I. Like, i don't understand the giants is more accurate i um, not entirely sure what they do well or what they do badly, but they seem to be, basically like last year, they seem to grind out results when they can. Um, obviously, they should have Saquon back. It sounds like he's back in training, I think. Um, and then, I guess, Daniel Jones running and long bombs to Darius Slayton and, um, obviously, the short stuff to Darren Waller. Um, and then the Seahawks, obviously, are quite well, quite well loaded. Obviously, Kenneth Walker had a very good game last week. Uh, Charbonnet got a couple of red zone carries. Um, it was quite close to getting in at one point, so maybe spread the load a little bit. But Walker did get, I think, 20 touches last week and obviously a couple of touchdowns and fantasy leagues. And then their passing game, obviously, is pretty good as well. So it, it's it's a weird game. I, I feel like the Seahawks should win quite easily, but it's not one I'll be back in. So um, I can't even remember what I went for, I bet. On the- I went for ah, the same as Liam did. So I'll uh, let Liam explain <laughs> that one because <laughs> I was just going to go for the Kenneth Walker touchdown, but uh, he added a little bit more.
2: Yeah, I've gone for um, Skybet on the uh, request to bet section. There's five to two for Seahawks to win the game. Kenneth Walker to score rushing TD. So you could get screwed with a screen pass or a little pass out the backfield mm-hmm. that, that he scores. That's the only annoying thing. But um, I think he had two rushing TDs last week. Um, he averaged one nearly every other week towards the end of last season as well, um, and his odds were down to less than evens before before the start of the season, uh, end of last season. So, yeah, I agree with Adam. I think the Seahawks should win. Um, last year, I'd say the Giants are so well coached and the offense is so well run that it's a struggle to pick against them. But just haven't been impressed with them in any other games this season at all. Looks like there's been some regression from the offensive lines. I think Daniel Jones looks a bit worse than he did even last year after getting paid. So yeah, I just think the Seahawks will. Or win the game and 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 Walker could score a touchdown. Uh Yeah, I would take them plus one and a half, but I just think you may as well just put them on the on the money line as well. If uh, you could even alternate and go to minus three, because I just think they should win by by a touchdown. The offense has looked great the last two weeks.
0: Yeah, and no, I agree. I think um, despite the long travel, obviously it's a Monday night game, so they've got an extra kind of an extra day if they wanted to. If you want to look at it that way, and I think that's, that I say the Seahawks are the better team. They've got the better players. They've got the obviously the not necessarily the better coaching, but they are more. The, the team has more of an identity, and they know what they're about and they know what their strengths are. So I just think they'll have too many too many questions to that the uh, Giants can't answer on this one. I do like um, Darren Waller in terms. There's no receiving yards or reception line up there yet, but um, he got. He continues to kind of be the consistent, you know, focal point for Daniel Jones' errant errant throws. I think some of his targets last week were absolutely awful, uh, which is what you expect from Daniel Jones. But um, Darren Waller, I think he had twenty yards last year, last week. But um, I think if, if you are a Giants fan, that's kind of where you'd be looking. But I think I don't think Barkley will play this week. I think they'll save him for, save him another week. But uh, it could be a bit of a vice to game this one. I wouldn't surprised to see it be one of those wacky Monday night football games, but. Uh, yeah, been a bit underwhelmed with uh, the Giants so far this year. Uh, just an update on the uh, on the London game. You can get twelve to one for overtime with William Hill, and you can actually get fifty to one on the tie with uh, Bet365. So there you go. That's what I'll be stick a tenner on that to get me money back for me exhaust. <laughs> oh, <my> exhaust. <laughs> What's, hey, we need to spend five hundred pounds. What's five hundred and ten pounds? You know I mean, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> that is all the uh, kind of prime time game. let's have a little recap of what we have gone for. Uh, so fun, uh, Thursday night football Musgrave over receiving yards and Laporta over receiving yard. I spelled Laporta wrong, lovely. Uh, both 10 to 11, 34 and a half and 44 and a half yards there, respectively. And uh, Liam's gone for Amon Ra, St. Brown over the six and a half receptions. Sunday night football, me and Adam are in agreement that Kansas City minus nine and a half is the way to go, whereas uh, Liam's gone Chiefs over eight uh, 23.5 points at eight to 15. And then Monday night football, obviously, not got a price yet. Um, so obviously, I'll fill that in to when we when we're keeping record but yeah adam and liam gone with the same there they're paddling the same boat with walker rushing touchdown and, and seattle when definitely it's not wasn't 10, 10, to, 11, not, it's not 10 to 11 though is it <laughs> Jesus Christ, an athlete, there there <laughs> five, five to two five <laughs> to two there you go um okay <laughs> yeah. let's move on to kind of the rest of the sunday games then i'll uh, sling the uh, handicaps across the screen there so people on youtube or wherever you're watching it can have a look at them uh but adam give us your give us your best bet for for a spread
1: yeah, this um, this surprised me when I looked at the sheet. I've realised I've gone for Colts minus one and a half. Um, it, it was yeah. I was I was fresh out of work and uh, looking on my phone, and I was like, okay, yeah, that one makes sense. Um, weirdly enough, I've just had a look on Paddy Power money line for Colts is ten to eleven, and Colts minus one and a half is nine to ten. Um, so yeah, scratch that. Let's go for Colts money line uh, ten to eleven on Paddy Power. Um, Similar to the why, Seahawks,
0: why like, yeah. Why, if they if it's a coin flip, why are you taking one, one minus one and a half? It, it's very you, very slightly
1: the the prices are the wrong way around. Like it's you you're getting less money for minus one and a half. So if they are only one yeah. by one, you'd lose, but you you'd get less money anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Um, it's it's basically all in the health of Anthony Richardson. Um, if he's if he's back healthy, which I believe he should be, he's out of concussion protocol, and I think they said he's going to start. Um, then I don't see why they won't be able to run run what they want on the Rams. Obviously, they beat the, the Ravens in Baltimore last week. You um, know, a, a fairly big shock. I was without Richardson, um, and this week they're playing a Rams team who played on Monday night on short rest. Um, who looked? Who lost their left tackle? I don't know his health for the for the rest of the season, but I know that they were dominated after he went out last week. So while the Colts don't have the best defense, I just think they will be able to outscore the Rams. Um, obviously, the Rams have looked fairly good in a couple of their games this year. It surprised a lot of us, but may- maybe the word is out on how to slow them down now and we'll see how the Colts do on it. But, yeah, there wasn't a lot of spreads I liked this week, to be honest, so that was uh, why I landed on the Colts.
0: Yeah, well, obviously, we did our little game of trying to... Well, me and you did this week of trying to say what the lines were, but it's quite a lot of them a bit, not, were a bit nasty to try and call, so... Um, mm yeah i mean yeah i mean the, the rams obviously had a, a good first few weeks keep him staffer clean in the pocket but he had he got sacked a hell of a lot last week so um mm. yeah it'd be interesting to kind of see if you know was it the first two weeks or is it last week what was last week just a bit of a blip but um yeah liam
2: uh yeah it's added to that as well colts defense looks pretty good so if they are without their left tackle i think you'll get sacked a lot again i think that's the worry if you're a rams fan um, but, yeah, I agree with uh, Adam that there wasn't many spreads. I was kind of narrowed it down to two. So I liked Ravens plus three. Um, and then they had more injuries that came out yesterday. Uh, Roquan Smith, I know, had a bit of a knock, but probably should play. Carl Hamilton probably isn't going to play. So i just gone to a point with the Ravens again where it's a bit of a worry on who the hell is going to play every week. So I've avoided that. And I've gone for probably the most exciting game. I've gone for Bills minus two and a half, home to the Dolphins. Um Obviously, recently bias, 70 points. People think they're the best team ever. Yeah, I, I was going to
0: uh, say, if, if the Dolphins don't win by 50 last week, what's the line? Three and a half, four and a half.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I would, yeah, hmm. I would think it was probably four. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, I just think I put them to win the division. Josh Allen's a far superior player than Tua, as much as Tua has good stats this year. Um, I think the Bills' defense is probably better than the Dolphins' defense. That hasn't looked great through the first couple of weeks. Um bit of worry about how much they won last week because if you look at the tape, they just threw some crazy plays down towards the end. And that's purely to make Buffalo spend loads of time to prepare for these crazy runs with three running backs on the field and and all this sort of stuff. But I just think the Bills are a better team. And uh, it's never great to fully trust Josh Allen, but this is the exact sort of game where he'd throw for 400 yards, rush for 60 yards, and truck someone for them to win the game. Uh, If this was in Miami, it'd be a different story. But in Buffalo, I like the Bills to win by uh, more than a field goal.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I've been a bit surprised with uh, Miami's defence and not uh, you know, the, the names they've got there and, and whatnot. But yeah, no, I, I do. Again, if you're going to give me two and a half, or give me Buffalo at home two and a half. Um, it's not always a bad thing to go. Uh, I'm going to go for Philadelphia and um, got minus seven and a half there on the ticker, but I'd, I'd pay just to make it a seven point just in case. Um, I know philadelphia haven't played very well but uh somehow and the washington washington commanders were absolutely awful last week and i just think that defensive defensive line for philadelphia is just going to cause Sam somehow some more issues um and again similar to was it uh tennessee last week that they played was it, with the commanders um yeah i just don't see washington scoring many points and i think this might be a divisional game um Again, Jalen Hurts didn't quite look himself last week, but it's kind of a I and I, I don't know it's only the commanders, but a divisional game and NFC East might be the kind of game where the Philadelphia Eagles are like, right, okay, there's no no mucking about here. At home, um yeah, I just think the the i am just confident the Eagles would just come out and smash the smash the commanders who might start to go on a bit of a rut, um in in terms of bad performances and then Sam Howell's um position might be get a bit more of a, of a hot seat so uh, Philadelphia minus seven there just pay pay a bit more because it is seven and a half on the on the normal line um also I, I also quite also quite like the Chargers minus five and a half against the, the Raiders uh I'm not sure how much that would change with Jimmy G and the, the concussion protocol what he's likely if he's likely to play or not um but I think they'll just crap all over the Raiders at home um five and a half it should be should be again attached I think it should be a touchdown game I know that they Chargers like to lose games but <laughs> there's a golf. There's a golfing cast between these two teams, even if it's only Keenan Allen, and you know everyone else struggling to try and catch the ball. But um, yeah, that one didn't quite seem right for me. Okay, any any more? Any more? For I don't
2: mind Vikings minus four, but I can't always bet on Kirk, my my boy Kirk. I've stayed away for three weeks, um, but I can't believe it. that would if they'd have won last week. That's for me going to be seven and a half. So. I'm surprised there was four. I think Panthers might be the worst team in the league. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm mm. pretty happy with the Vikings. Adam, and, uh, Adam
0: Thielen, revenge game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll talk about touchdowns. I don't mind his touchdown, uh, price, but yeah. Uh, mm. I, I like to think the Vikings, should, um, they please. have to win that game the season's over. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Andy
1: yeah. Dolan loved him last week, so who knows?
0: Yeah, Mingo out with, went out with a concussion as well. Not sure what his status is like. Bits him and him and Chark isn't it? But yeah, I, yeah Thielen's definitely. Um, I don't know what his receptions line is over and under, but uh, yeah, no, he's certainly been a target for well, Adulton and Young uh, early on. And also talking yeah. of revenge games, you've got Zeke. So Zeke going back to Dallas for for New England, so that'd be interesting.
2: Four and a um, half receptions for Zealand, by the way.
0: Mm, I'll probably go over on that. We'll mm. see. So, yeah. Is that yeah, yeah we can't be we can't bet on targets over here, can we? Um no. okay, let's move over to totals then. Uh Liam, stop you.
2: Yeah, so uh, being the nerd that I am, uh, I'm only picking this total because my spreadsheet told me the total's wrong. So I looked at the game being like, do I really want to bet this game? But my spreadsheet said it's wrong. Uh, I checked my friends at PFF, and they think this total's wrong. So I've gone for Steelers versus Texans over 42.5. I do not like Kenny Pickett, so I would not want to bet on any overs with him involved. However, uh, Pickens looks pretty good last week. He was open quite a lot, didn't get the ball as much as he should have, uh, and CJ Strouds playing, like, top 10, 12 quarterback Shroud's, in the league. Shroud
0: in a clean pocket, man. He's, he's yeah. looking good. I'm, I'm scared yeah, they about might him get... for Offensive Rookie of the Year, for my BJ bets. bits.
2: Yeah, and they might get some of their offensive line back this week. Um, Tankdale looked a little bit better last week as well. Damon Pierce still a bit of a worry. But, um, yeah, I think even though the defense is good, I think the Texans will score points, and I think that will just force the Steelers. And I also don't think the Texans... Pass rush a lot of is injuries. very good. There's a
0: lot of injuries on the on the uh, Texans' D. Yeah, that so that I just don't.
2: Week? Yeah, I just think that's going to be lead to a kind of Steelers preseason game where they do score 24 or 27, and they look a little bit better just because of who they're playing against. And then I think CJ Stroud can go toe for toe the other way. So yeah, uh, I think I had the total at 45.5, so to give me a whole other three, I just think yeah, I'll take the over on on 42 and a half. Um, and there wasn't many others that I liked to be honest. There was quite a few unders. And I'm just a bit of a cautious under better. I just don't. It's never fun. But there are quite a few uh, unders, like 48 and a half of Raiders Chargers with Jimmy G's injury. I just thought that's, that's yeah. quite a high line.
0: Yeah, um, I, I don't know why I've gone over in that. I actually had defense. Obviously, I, I had defense at <laughs> the end. I looked at it and I was like, why am I going over here? Like, why am I, I actually
2: just here? realized. That I didn't even realize you picked that one. So I've absolutely changed Um <laughs> That's and, right, I, I agree. <laughs> And the commanders eagles ironically forty three and a half I thought was too high as well so because Sam Howell looked awful last week
0: yeah as well again I don't know really know why I've picked over forty eight and a half I actually do really like the under in the Cleveland the Cleveland Baltimore game I don't I can't see Baltimore Baltimore scoring a lot of points and I think yeah. Cleveland's again are just kind of set up as a team that aren't really going to score that that many points so it depends on on how well kind of Sean Watson plays because I think obviously you can throw on you can throw on Baltimore but if they turn it into a bit of a run fest and it's a you know AFC North slobber uh under 40 and a half I'd be surprised if they both get to combine to 30. um so if if Jimmy obviously because I picked over 48 and a half I'll, I'll stick with it because the, the Chargers <laughs> could probably put that up on the Vaders themselves um but if Jimmy G doesn't play I'll go uh, I'll go under 40 and a half there at Cleveland Baltimore Adam
1: uh, yeah, I've gone for Bengals-Titans under 41 points. Um, obviously, the Bengals are struggling to get things going on offense this, this year, um, but their defense is pretty damn good, and the Titans, are just, they are not great at the moment. Obviously, Derek Henry is, seems like he's uh, finally hit the hill and is uh, coming down the other side. Um, also, the Bengals, last time they played Derek Henry, they allowed him just 38 rushing yards um, from 17 attempts, so they're now to stop him. Um, not too fussed about the Andre Hopkins doing much. <clears throat> Lance Anhill obviously has been kind of up and down this season. Um, so yeah, as much as I want it to be an exciting game for the Bengals, uh, the, I mean, 30 to 10, that'll do me, um, to the Bengals, and we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll call that a day. But yeah, under 40 game, um, is my bet. I just, I don't see many points in that one. Um, I do see points in the Bears versus Broncos. I think they're, I know Liam mentioned someone else as one of the worst teams in the league this year, but, um, Bears and Broncos are are terrible, <laughs> terrible teams at the moment. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was actually a surprising amount of points in that one. Because um, well, it's, it's, it's a save your can't... season
0: game type thing, isn't it? it yeah, it could be um, yeah somewhat, one of the worst shootouts you could see, like a really badly made Western.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It could quite possibly be that. Obviously, we know that the Broncos can't can't defend. It's just whether the Browns, the Bears, can get it together and actually score some points. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's a thirty all kind of game.
0: Yeah, weird one. Uh, there, there. He was well, I think was there something else that I liked? Carolina, Minnesota could be, uh, could be a high-scoring one as well. They're both defenses are somewhat questionable. Um, yeah, but uh, that leads me nicely on to Russ Wilson is John Wayne. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe indeed uh, touchdown score is my favourite one uh, there's not a lot and again I don't know why everyone ever all the book is dragging their heels this week Bet365 had a couple but there's not really a lot out there which is slightly annoying because obviously we can't really show you or give you give you kind of our thoughts um, like we can't get any gems out of Justice Hill 15 to 1 in week 1 but uh, Justin Jefferson 5 to 6 for me uh, against that Carolina so you can throw on their secondary all day long so Justin Jefferson at 5 to 6 uh, certainly appeals to me but uh, Liam I really like yours
2: yeah, I've gone for Olave at um, 15 to 8. Obviously, the quarterback issue there, but Jameis is just going <laughs> to throw uh, James it.
0: Jameis against the Bucs. Come on.
2: Yeah, Jameis against the Bucks is going to throw it even deeper down the field. And Olave's looked really, really good this week. I know he scored a touchdown in two of the games that I've watched, but I don't know if he scored one, if that was last week or not. But um, yeah, they use him a lot. He's clearly wide receiver number one. Um, I think the Saints' defense is good. And the Bucks defense is good, but I still think there'll be enough kind of points in this game that Olave will get the crack at, at scoring a few touchdowns. And I also think, like you said, James will just YOLO it up and, and chuck it up. So, yeah, that was my best bet. Um, I did like uh, one for Adam. I did like Jamar Chase two touchdowns, 10 to 1. This is American odds, so <coughs> aren't up. So I don't know if this will be the same odds over here, but he leads the NFL in target share without a touchdown in the red zone. So, um like this would be a week where they just target him. Joe Burrow throwing at him a lot, and I think if they just get in the red zone a little bit more against a weak tight end secondary, he could score two. Uh, and then I didn't mention it earlier, but Evan Ingram three to one in that game in London. Uh, yeah, I yeah think, it's not bad. I think, I think that's a good bet. I think he mm. he's got a good chance of finding the end zone uh, for them, especially with how. Weird the uses of Ridley and Kirk at the moment. Like they get one half where they get the ball thrown to them a lot. And the next half they don't get a single target. So I just think Evan Ingram seems to be one that they keep using. So yeah, three to one mm. him's good odds.
0: Yeah, but just a point on your Jamar Chase. I mean, you could say you can say that he's not got anything kind of in the, in the red zone. But considering how short that that Joe Burrow's field in his mind was uh, last week, where he, his depth of target must have been about two yards, uh, it's it almost as if he was playing in the red zone every snap that he was playing. So I don't yeah. Think he, <laughs> we haven't got any chance. I, I, I ain't got any issues with uh, Chase getting the ball. they just got to get down to the red zone. Um, there we go, you. Uh, Adam.
1: Uh, Anthony Richardson seven to five was the only one I I, I had a quick look earlier. Um, just as I say, like if he plays, I think he's going to score. So uh, again, above even, so I was quite happy. He, you probably will be able to find better for him. Um, but William Hill didn't have him priced up. I assume because he's not confirmed in yet. Um, I was looking for Zay Jones as well for the Jaguars again. Paddy Power didn't have him listed, and because I'm randomly on a, Nord, a, a Dutch VPN, I can't get on Bet365. Uh, I don't know why I'm on that, <laughs> it's just I couldn't change it because I was already on the stream, so <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no idea why. Um, probably because NordVPN stole 118 quid off me yesterday, but um uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, Anthony Richardson was the only one I I found, and after I mentioned Michael Pruitt, he was fourteen to one on Paddy Power, twenty two to one on Live Score Bet. If uh, if anyone uses that, but uh, yeah, not a whole lot out there for me, unfortunately. I I will be getting a London game preview and a Sunday preview, obviously over the weekend, but uh, not done my work yet.
0: Yeah, obviously tdtips.com, that touchdown tips on Twitter, if you want to go read that preview when it does come out. Let's have a, a quick overview of our best bet troubles in handicaps, Philly minus seven, Indianapolis minus one, Buffalo minus two and a half for the boys here, 5.35 to one at Bet UK and fellas, we have a, a Ray Mysterio, Booyaka, Booyaka, 619 to one accumulate uh, on the total points there, um, and that's, that's probably it's main, the main reason why I kept the over over forty eight. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose that was ten to eleven, so you could probably stick the under in instead, and it'll still be point one nine to one. Um, <laughs> You'd hope so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, under forty one there for Cincinnati Tennessee, and over forty two and a half there Houston Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously can't do TD scores because Adam didn't give me one. Um, so yeah, Justin Jefferson for me, Chris Olave. I think that's a cracking price, fifteen to eight. Um, for the yeah, Saints wide receiver, there. I think, fellas, that does us for week four. Good luck with all your bets. Uh, good luck to you, all your listeners out there. Thank you for watching. Uh, yeah, so if you go, going to the game, enjoy. Get, enjoy the game. Hope you have some winning bets as well. And uh, we'll be back next week to kind of, well, look over week five. Um, we will see you then if I can find the outro. There we go. <laughs>